0: As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.
1: Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and we've been waiting for you. And the we is me and Denise and Joel and Maxime. Guys, here we are on Home Group again. Woohoo! Here we are. We are. I love it. You know, we have a whole Home Group family, they join us every single night. And I want to say thank you for joining us. Every morning when I get up, I read your comments and I see who was there. And thank you for always being with us and for every one of your comments. And, you know, a lot of people say, I'm here checking in. And we really know that you're with us. And we want our home group family to grow. People everywhere need fellowship. And Jesus said, where two or three of you are gathered together, I'll be in the midst. And guys, he didn't say we had to be in the same room. He just said we had to be together. And through the miracle of technology, we're together tonight actually with thousands of people. And Jesus is right in the middle of all of us. And, Lord, we thank you. We reverence your presence among us. We thank you that you're going to speak to us and encourage us tonight and give us what we need. Thank you that you are our shepherd. Amen. Amen. And if you need prayer, please let us know how to pray for you. Just call us right now. If you have to leave a message, leave a message. We'll call you back or you can send us an email. and the moment we hear from you, we're gonna really begin to pray for you. I wish that you could just walk with us into our partner care department so you could hear the roar of prayer that's going on all the time in that room. That's right. People just praying fervently for the needs of our partners and our friends. And if you need somebody to fervently pray for you, call us because we will really pray for you. And remember that right now we're offering you the whole series, which is called the 23rd Psalm. I was telling you the night before last that I called Maxime one day. I said, Maxime, I want to film with some sheep. He said, oh, they're right in our neighborhood. It is amazing what is in our neighborhood. We even had camels in our neighborhood, didn't we, Maxime? Yeah, that was a dangerous camel. It bit the guy's arm off. That's the owner's hand, arm. Ma- yeah, Maxime calls me and said, I just saw something terrible my neighbor's arm was bit off by his camel i said camel <laughs> we've got a camel in our neighborhood he had two camels didn't he yeah and one <laughs> of the camels attacked him and we have all these sheep in our neighborhood that denise and i never knew about we also have a horse thing in our neighborhood where you can go and watch people riding horses and training on horses it's amazing what's all out here it's like a zoo And and by the way, we live in an area called Moose Island. It's the biggest moose park, moose reserve in the world. There are 10,000 moose
0: out here where we live. I've never seen one. I have. I've seen uh, a mother with two... (gasps) Mooses? (laughs) Mooses. And then I saw one moose by itself, and then I went to the moose reserve park and they had a moose, a res- it's like a rescue part of the park, and they had a moose they'd rescued, and if we could all feed it, it was huge. Maxime, have you ever seen a moose?
1: Yes, several times, they're huge. Did you know that one day, a big moose came onto the church parking lot, mm-hmm. and the, the guys had to chase it off? Well, one day, early in the morning, I was riding into Moscow, and Denise, I said, what? That moose was as tall as the street sign. They are enormous. But they're beautiful. they're beautiful. But they're territorial. They're dangerous. They're very beautiful. But anyway, we found out all these sheep were out here. So we went and filmed in the middle of all of these sheep, and we just had an absolute blast. I'm sure that shepherd had never seen anybody like us. <laughs> they were all laughing their heads off. But, you know, those sheep scattered the moment we came on the scene because we were strangers. strangers. And that's what Jesus said. They won't follow the voice of a stranger. But when the shepherd came along, everything was fine. And that's what happens when Jesus is with us. He is the good shepherd. That's what Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 11. The Greek says, I'm the shepherd. The Greek literally says, I'm the shepherd. Hokalos, the good one. Not a better one than me. I'm the best shepherd there is. That's who Jesus is. Anyway, you can order this series right now at Renner online, uh, renner.org, or just give us a call. And be sure to get the study guide because it is free. And we're also offering you Tony Cook's book, which is called, Because the Lord is My Shepherd, the Blessings of an Empowered Life. It's small. You can read it quick, take it with you. You'll just devour it. I did, and I know it's going to be a blessing to you. Joel?
0: And also, please like this video. Whenever you like a video, This video gets promoted to more and more people. And more and more people need to be hearing about Jesus and what the scriptures really teach. And I also want to say one more thing about study guides. I think it's very interesting that people don't really know how to study the Bible. If you ask somebody, how do you study the Bible, they probably won't be able to answer you clearly. But I think it's great whenever you can study an area that you need to work on. And we have so many different TV series. Mm. And every TV series has a study guide that goes with it. Actually, Joel, I don't know another TV ministry that offers our kind of study guides. and You know, I'm so thankful for it. And, you know, we're not interested in promoting new revelation and, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. We just want to bring meat and potatoes into people's lives, something they can build their life on. And these study guides are really a part of that. And if you need a certain area of your life, if either it's healing or finance or whatever the category you need to work on, Get a study guide and study that area, and it will really build you up.
1: You know, some of these study guides are so big, they're like little mini books. Actually, not even many. (laughs) A couple of them are hundreds of pages. But anyway, tonight we're going to go back to Psalm 23. Let's read the whole thing. Psalm 23, verses 1 through 6. It's just so great to read. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We talked about that last night. Tonight we're going to look at the next part. Thou preparest a table before me, where? In the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I divide it like this. Number one, Psalm 23, 1, supernatural provision. Psalm 23, 2, supernatural protection. Psalm 23, 2, supernatural peace. Psalm 23, 3, supernatural restoration. Psalm 23, 3, supernatural guidance. Psalm 23, 4 supernatural confidence. We looked at that the other night. Psalm 23.4, supernatural correction. We looked at that last night. Tonight, we're going to look at Psalm 23.5, supernatural prosperity, and you're going to be surprised what kind of prosperity it is. All prosperity is not financial. Sometimes prosperity comes in different manifestations. Then we're going to see tomorrow night God's supernatural anointing and blessing That's Psalm 23.5, and Friday night we're going to see God's supernatural promise in Psalm 23, verse 6. But when you come to the book of Psalms, I just love the book of Psalms for so many reasons, and sometimes people say, what should I read if I'm struggling in my life? Psalms. Psalms will absolutely be soothing medication to your heart. David was a man that struggled. He didn't hide anything. By the way, when he wrote those Psalms, he didn't know we were going to all be reading some of them. He was just expressing his heart. And David pours himself out. He says, oh, my feet are caught in the miry clay. I've sunk to the bottom. I mean, David just expresses his heart. And then he rallies to believe that God's going to deliver mm-hmm. him. It's like his journal. The book of Psalms is like David's journal. And David said in Psalm 23, 5, Do you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my what? Enemies enemies, and tonight we're going to look at several examples of this. But enemies represent a threat. We're talking about a threatening situation. Enemies represent a threat. An enemy could be a person with ulterior motives, who's conspiring against you, or just an overwhelming situation that appears to be your demise. <laughs> I've felt that. Have you ever felt that way? But David was so well acquainted with such enemies in his life And when you read the book of Psalms, that becomes very, very clear. And tonight I'm going to read you some scriptures, which are on page 75 of the study guide. In Psalm 5a, David says, Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of my enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. That's a kind of a prosperity. It's a blessing. In the presence of his enemies, he was going to be led and God was going to make his way straight. Psalm 6, verses 7 and 10 from the New King James Version says, My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. God was going to make a feast for him in the presence of his enemies. Ah, it's so powerful. Psalm 7, verse 6, the New King James Version says, Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up because of the rage of my enemies. Rise up for me to judgment you have commanded. He was trusting God to make a table for him, even in the presence of his enemies. Psalm 7, verse 15, 16, New King James Version, he that is my enemy. Listen to this. Made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. That is amazing to me. Didn't matter what the enemy did, God took care of David. And God's going to take care of you. And this is what I call supernatural prosperity, when you can be blessed, even when enemies are conspiring all around you. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 12, verse 24, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. David's heart was so filled with confidence that God was going to take care of him, that these things just poured out of his heart. And in Psalm 18, verse 3, verse 17, and verse 48, I'm combining them all together. Listen to what it says. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be, what? Saved. Saved from what? My My enemies. enemies. My enemies. He delivered me from what? Strong enemies. Strong enemy. He didn't say enemy. He said? Strong. Strong enemy. And from them which hated me, they were too strong strong for me. Too strong for me. Sometimes you just feel like, God, this is too much for me. That's what David said. But he delivered me from my enemies... Yea, thou liftest me up above those that rise against me. God put his feet on a rock, put him out of the reach of his enemy, and blessed him even in the presence of his enemies. Psalm 25, verse 2 from the the classic Amplified says, O my God, I trust, lean on, rely on, and am confident in you. Let me not be put to shame or my hope in you be disappointed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Psalm 25, 19, New King James Version, Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred.
0: You know, David talked to God a lot about his enemies. He did. I think God knew who his enemies were. But you know what? You know what? David even says,
1: God, don't forget. My enemies. (laughs) I think David made sure God knew who his enemies were. But you know what? Better to talk to God about it than just fume about it and just let that just percolate inside of you. David was releasing his cares to the Lord. But he really did have enemies. Oh, he had horrible enemies. Psalm 27, verses 2 and 6, When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, what happened? They stumbled and fell. They stumbled and fell, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Notice he didn't even say they were gone. They were still round about him, but he was going to be exalted above them. And even though David was experiencing one attack after another attack after another attack, he trusted in the Lord to deliver him from the hand of his enemies. And in humility, he asked God to teach him, and in faith he declared victory over his adversaries. Listen to Psalm 27, 11, and 12 in the Amplified Classic. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain and even path because of my enemies, those who lie in wait for me. Give me not up to the will of my adversary. Maybe you feel like you have an adversary that's just taking advantage of you. David said, Lord, don't give me to the will of my adversary. For false witnesses have risen up against me. They breathe out cruelty and violence. Psalm 31, verses 7 and 8, I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy for you have considered my trouble. Isn't that amazing, Mm -hmm. Denise? Mm -hmm. You have known my soul in adversities and have not shut me up and given me into the hand of the enemy. Amen. Psalm 40, verse 2, He brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet where? A Upon rock. a rock out of the reach of the enemy and established my steps. Psalm 41, verses 2 and 11, the Amplified. The Lord will protect him and keep him alive. And listen to this. And he shall be called blessed in the land. And you will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. enemies. By this I know that you favor and delight in me because my enemy does not triumph over me. What do you think, Denise? Oh, I just, I think it's so powerful. I mean, David had enemies. I remember one story where David was trying to be a friend to another king, and it was all turned around against him.
0: Yeah, the, 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 the king died, and his son treated it as, his, David's kindness as like an attack or something.
1: yes. And here's an enemy when David was trying to be
0: kind. Yeah.
1: Listen to what David said in Psalm 55:23, But you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. But I will trust in you. That's a promise you can mm-hmm. claim.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Psalm 57, 6. Thou has per- they have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. He felt... Their strategies against him. He knew they had prepared a net for his steps. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. He was blessed even in the presence of his enemies. Psalm 56, verse 9. Then shall my enemies turn back in the day I cry out, This I know, for God is for me. Everybody say, God God is is for for me. me. Psalm
0: 59,
1: verse 1. Deliver me from my enemies... Oh my God, defend and protect me from those who rise up against me. Mm. And I've written here in my notes, one thing David never seemed to be concerned with was the thought of praying too much. (laughs) That's good. He was talking to God about this all the time. His Psalms clearly demonstrate centuries in advance. Jesus' instruction in Matthew chapter 7 7 to 11, to ask, seek, and knock until your request is fulfilled. David was asking, he was seeking, he was knocking. God bless me even in the presence of my enemies. And in Psalm 60, verse 11, oh, I love this verse. I quote it all the time, by the way. I quote it all the time in my life. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. You know, you need to take all the help of man you can get, but at the end of the day, it's all vain if God's not involved. Psalm 61, verse 3, for you have been a shelter and refuge for me, a what? Strong, Strong tower. From who? Against the enemy. No, the adversary. Well, in the King James, it's enemy. It does, but this says <laughs> adversary. Psalm 64, verse 1, hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. <laughs> Guard and preserve my life from the terror of the enemy sometimes the terror of the enemy is greater than the enemy the imagination can go crazy when you're in fear mm. psalm 71:13 let them be put to shame and consumed who are adversaries to my life have you ever had an adversary to your life oh it's horrible i want to say something let them be covered with reproach scorn and dishonor who seek and require
0: my hurt yes there are so many psalms in the Bible. It, it's it's amazing. If King David had time to spend with the Lord, I think we can find time. Mm. He was the king of Israel. He was a very busy man. He had many problems to deal with every day. And if he had time for the Lord, we have time for the Lord. And I'm sure that the psalms, are so many of them, but probably... He said things to the Lord that were never never recorded, and I'm sure that he made the Lord his priority. And aren't you glad he wrote it down? Mm -hmm. What if David hadn't done this? And that's another question. How did you write all this down? Because he was in the wilderness a lot of times whenever the Psalms were written. Yeah. How was this all recorded?
1: Well, he was a remarkable young man, and that's also going to be in another new series we just talked called Ten Powerful Men. You know, shepherds were not writers. They didn't even know how to write. There's a reason God chose David. David was remarkable from the time he was young. He had the ability to write. Most shepherds didn't even know how to hold a pencil in their hands. But let's go on. Psalm 91, verse 3, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. Psalm 107, verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. That was his testimony. Amen. Psalm 108, Verse 12 and 13, Give us help against the adversary, for vain is the help of man, but through and with God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. Psalm 118, 5 and 6, I called the Lord in distress. Mm. The Lord answered me and set me in a Broad. broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Psalm 118, 13, classified. Classic Amplified, you, my adversary, thrust sorely at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Look at it. In the presence of his enemy, again and again, God set a table for David. Throughout his writings, David recognized God as the one who revives, God as the one who makes a way of escape god is the one who delivers he repeatedly and unashamedly appealed to god to bring a retribution against his enemies for example psalm 109 verse 29 let my adversaries be clothed with shame and dishonor and let them cover themselves with their own disgrace and confusion as with a robe you can pray that without being vindictive that's a scripture psalm 124 verse 7 our skull soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 138, verse 7 Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save, save me. Psalm 143, verses 9 and 12 Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee to you to hide me. It's okay to ask God to hide you. And in your mercy and loving kindness, cut off my enemies and destroy all those that afflict my inner self. For I am thy servant. Psalm 144, verse 6. Look at this one. Cast forth lightnings and scatter my enemies. Send out your arrows and embarrass and frustrate them. And then, as we come to an end tonight, I just have to quote Proverbs 16, verse 7. It says, When a man's ways please, please the Lord, Lord, even his enemies, enemies are, at peace are at peace with him. And Denise, it all goes back to the verse we started with tonight in Psalm 23, verse 5, which I call supernatural prosperity, not financial, but protection. It's prosperity on so many levels. David was in so many situations where his feet should have been caught in a net, where he should have fallen into a pit, when he should have been destroyed, when he should have been swallowed up, but God delivered him and prospered him, and to this day, we're still thanking God for David. Mm-hmm. God set a table before him in the presence of his enemies. Maxime? Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, when, I, when I'm reading about this, I'm, first of all, I'm thinking about all those demons that hate me, and when God blesses me, they see how God blesses me, and they're my enemies, and God blesses me in front of all of those demons that hate me.
0: Amen. Joel? the well, home group, I hope you've enjoyed this. This has just been a, a treat, reading all these psalms, talking about David, talking about God's grace in our lives. It has just been wonderful to read all these verses together. I hope you really enjoyed it. Denise?
1: I hope you can see that God has set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. That's the truth. Take, take that truth into your daily life, that when you face your enemies, God has set a table before you. Well, tomorrow night we're going to see supernatural anointing and blessing. Don't miss tomorrow night. It's going to be good. But go to bed and sleep well. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Bye-bye. If you enjoyed that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.